The following is a paid program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZ AM, Intercom Communications, its sponsors, or affiliates. The following is a pre recorded show. Get ready, Baltimore. It's time for some super slams and beatdowns. Got the cheap shots and the clean finishes. Watch out for the chair. Oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> this is Top of the Road. Your Monday night wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, here's the enforcer. Baltimore's own, Kill Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio. A couple things before I get into the whole deal here. First of all, we are recording this on Friday the 19th, which is why this will be a little bit of a fast lane preview, and we'll be talking as if fast lane has not happened yet. I need to make that clear because we'll, this show is going to air after fast lane. So if it seems like we're acting like it hasn't happened, it's because it hasn't. It was the best time for both of us to be on. I am also not doing this show alone. I am with, as she is referred to, Queen P from those wrestling girls. Say hi to everybody. Hi. Now, this show will, of course, have a very female-centric focus, given that Queen P is here, and those wrestling girls, as far as I'm concerned, are the best in women's wrestling that podcasting has to offer. So, the first thing I have to open up with is, because you've been very vocal about this, especially on Twitter, that you just don't see the point of the women's tag team titles being on the line at Fastlane, and even more so that it's Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair that's challenging for them. So just to, I mean, I, I guess you don't have to really explain why that's, that's kind of an odd choice, but I guess maybe what, what direction would you rather see this take? So, <laughs> It's so many different things. Um, I'm not a fan, personally, of double champions in the women's division, uh, only because it just puts the same group of women in the title picture, and I feel like WWE already doesn't utilize all their female talent, so why not use the tag titles to use other girls instead of having it, you know, involved with Sasha Banks and Bianca because... They're already fighting for another championship. So I would have preferred if the tag titles were being, you know, defended in the tag team division. Um, and also it's just been messy because you had the NXT tag team uh, tournament and then you made it seem like it was for a championship match, but then NXT got their own tag team titles. <laughs> So it's just been messy. So I would have liked if they had a whole separate tag team feud going into Mania. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's probably the right way to go about it. It seems like right now, this is sort of some weird combined feud of Sasha versus Bianca, and then Nia and Shayna versus the rest of the division with a dash of Reginald. Now, I agree with you. <laughs> I, I, I do not like that Reginald is necessarily involved, and it's, it's kind of, I understand what they're getting at, but the concept, or not just the concept, the match, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, at, as the main event of one of the nights of WrestleMania for the SmackDown Women's Championship, that is enough of an event that you do not need to continue adding to it. And I feel like they feel the need to keep adding to it. First of all, I agree with what you said. More gold is not the way to make this, is not the way to make this more interesting, especially to the more hardcore audience. Cause I think I figured things like this might happen leading up to WrestleMania because of the deal with NBC to be on Peacock. So they're going after this quote unquote casual viewer, which is why, you know, they announced that, you know, mania is going to be hosted by Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan. I don't think Hogan's the right pick. I don't think he'll ever be the right pick again. <laughs> no. But the only thing that came in my, the only thing that came into my head was, well, this is because of the Peacock deal. And they want guys like my father who know him from when they were younger to go, Oh, they've still got Hogan around. And I don't think he's, you could have picked quite literally anybody else. Dude, call <laughs> John Cena. He's already else. doing everything. Yeah, Ooh, I, that's yeah, what I, I say call Cena. He's think. already doing everything. Yeah. Have him host and then he might jump in the ring one more time. Who knows? But as far as the Banks Bel Air deal with this is first of all, they have a, <laughs> they don't have any more time to change this up. It's going to happen on Sunday. They're, they're going to face for each other for the titles. So, Either have Reggie cost Shayna and Nia the titles, so that becomes their focus, and then you have the tag champs. Because if they're the tag champs walking into WrestleMania, that's really not going to affect it for me regardless. I mean, yes, yeah. like I yeah. said, that's a casual fan thing. All the tag champions are fighting each other. So, But here's my other thing for the women's tag team titles. We have Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. We have Naomi and Lana. We have Tamina and Natty, who I agree with you. I saw you tweet it once. I very much like them as a pair. So (laughs) I just, to, to me, I think the goal for a division is you have to have enough real contenders to make up a chamber match. That to me is the right number. You have to have enough. So that, and I've been talking about you with, I think I've said this to you on multiple shows. I've had you on. And you, you seem to like the idea and it seems like they're kind of starting to do it. Why aren't you just throwing women together randomly right. and giving them? T- I mean, if you're not going to use them for anything, okay. Uh, I like that Peyton Royce called out Oscar recently. It looks like it's going to lead to absolutely nowhere, unfortunately, but I like that, that she called her out. So I'm not really, I'm not really sure, but for the tag team division here, let's say Sasha and Bianca win them. Then what do you think that means for Mania? Not the match, but more what happens after the match. Because regardless of who wins at Mania, these two are naturally going to be together if they become tag team champions. I see it as them. I think they want to turn Sasha's heel again. Um, And I think they're using this as a way for Sasha to kind of turn on Bianca. 
Um, but like you said before, there's like you don't need to do anything like that. Like just have it be Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Like that's really it, it sells itself in my opinion. Um, but that's that's what I think that they're doing, and I think they're gonna use you know them being champions as a way to show them fighting or you know not getting along, and very similar to like what they're already doing when they lose like these tag matches and stuff. Um, I just think it's not needed. And it reminds me of even the road to WrestleMania for 35 with women for the first time and how they just kept adding stuff to that, to Becky, and it just got um, really messy. And I think it's going to yeah. be the no, same well, with Sasha and Bianca. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, the, the thing about Becky is I actually consider it one of the greatest pivots that WWE ever did creatively because it was very clear that the plan was Becky attacks Charlotte. We're all supposed to hate Becky for that. Then Rhonda <laughs> comes in to be the baby face to take on Becky. Well, what happened? Becky got the biggest <laughs> pop ever when she attacked Charlotte and yeah. nobody fully accepted Ronda Rousey. So they just said, let's make Ronda the heel and Becky the face. And it, and it, mm-hmm. it was, uh, it's rare you see a pivot like that work here. I don't know if a pivot's really going to be necessary because in this feud, as far as Bianca and Sasha, I, I, I consider Sasha the heel in this feud already. Now, do I think she naturally plays it? Not necessarily, but I consider her naturally the heel in this feud while Bianca is the babyface who won the Rumble. I, I get it. I understand it because this has been a very, a very unique Rumble year as far as winners are concerned because you have somebody who wanted one more shot, who's going to work himself to the bone, who's going to give somebody a great push at the end, who also may be here because of the Peacock deal. I'm not sure. And then you have the next generation. And Bianca Belair winning the women's rumble. So, and, and that's the great thing about the women's rumble is it's naturally going to be someone who has not gotten this type of career push before, no matter who it is. It's going to be someone who hasn't had this type of push, except maybe with the exception of Charlotte. So I think that's, that's sort of the, the nature of that beast. So I agree with you. I don't think, I don't think they need to keep trying to push to find a way to have Sasha and Bianca sort of joined at the hip what like it was with Charlotte and Becky for so long. And then it was Charlotte and Sasha for so long. Because I agree with you. As much as I love the four horsewomen, they are currently the best four women going in wrestling, in my opinion. As much as I love them, there is going to be a point where you wonder when are they going to take the titles off of that particular carousel. Right. You, you do have to wonder it. And if Bianca beats Sasha... Which, if I had to make a pick, I think she will. Then that's the first title that comes off of it. I think it. I think I, they're not going to build up Bianca like this to have her lose. That's just my personal opinion. And if she does, then how do you book Sasha after Mania? I mean, that's that to me. That that to me is the risk for what happened in K, with Kaylee Ray and NXT UK when she beat Mako Satamora. I mean, it was great for her, and Mako didn't take the title, which means they didn't intend her to be a champion. She's kind of going to be a player coach for all the younger girls to make everyone look like a million dollars. And I get that, but now you can never book Kaylee Ray to lose again. <laughs> if if you right. get that win, how do you ever book them to lose? That was the problem with The Fiend, is everyone went, well, how do you book this guy to lose? So I think that's why if Sasha goes over at Mania, I mean, that's a tremendous feather in her cap 
that'll really cement a lot of things for her. But at the same time, how do you book Sasha to lose again after that? Now, granted, she still has the reputation that she never successfully defends the title. That's yeah. going to take a while to get over that. But at this moment, I mean, I, I, I don't know. So I think Bianca's in a good spot. I think she mm-hmm. goes over. And I love how they're portraying Bianca because they're not portraying Bianca. It's just her. You yeah. can always tell when they're, when they're not portraying somebody. It's just her. Sasha, I think he's a little, there are times it's a little more than herself. <laughs> and I think I that's agree. what happens and when I she's trying to play. Oh yeah. No, she, well, she's trying to play baby face with heel instincts. And, and that's right. kind of an interesting, you know, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm old, I'm, I'm old school. Like my, I'm old school, like my buddy, one half of the Dudleys. I'm old school like him. I don't like cool heels. I don't know. I don't like cool heels. I like annoying heels. I want to hate you. If you're a heel, I want you. Because if I don't dislike you, I consider you a face. If I don't dislike you, I consider you a face. <laughs> For exa- I mean, I, Dolph Ziggler to me is a face. If you look at how he acts, there's no way he's playing face. But to me, I just I like what he's doing. So I think Bianca is that first step. The question is, because that's the other thing to me, is if Mania has a live crowd, a part, even though it's going to be part of the arena, mm-hmm. and then they go back to the Thunderdome for Raw. See, I, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with that. You know, you put public health first, fine. But it's, there's not going to be a live crowd for the Raw after Mania. I've been in Raw after that's Mania crowds. Crazy. When that, when that atmosphere isn't it's there, insane. then what are these debuts going to mean if they happen? It's it's not, I mean, yeah, you're going to get a bunch of tweets, but what what is it? You're not going to get that reaction. I mean, that's that's what got, that's that was Ziggler's big push to bring him up again when he cashed in on Del Rio back in, in 2013, and he got that massive reaction for it. And then the very next show on SmackDown, they were in a different city with a non-mania crowd, and they booed him out of the building. And all that momentum was gone in 24 hours. And I think now that that won't happen here because there won't be a live audience after Mania. <laughs> but I'm just – I. it's also because I, I don't – but y- your last thoughts on Bianca with this is she's not being portrayed as anything. They're letting her very much be herself. And uh, I, I'm just curious. Let's say she goes over. She's the champ. What is your fantasy book for me? What is your dream first feud for women's champ Bianca Belair? Oh, that's a good. I would like for her to mix it up with someone that we wouldn't expect. Like, I would like for her star to rub off on someone else. Like, I don't know why I thought of someone like Ruby Riot or like just someone that's really good that hasn't had the chance to like be in a serious like title feud. Like Ruby. I just said her because she came to my head because she posted something last year about how it was a year ago where she first challenged for the SmackDown title, uh, I think against, I forgot who, who it was against, but I'm like, wait, Ruby was in the title picture? Like, I was like, I completely forgot about that. And I was like, you know what? She should have been at this point. So I would love to see someone like her, like someone that can make, you know, someone that's experienced like her that can like make. Bianca look really good, but because Bianca has that star power right now, then in turn, Bianca would then kind of rub off on her. So that's sort of like my, that's what I would hope. Like, I would hope she could mix it up with someone that we don't normally see, and not one of the, I, I never thought I would say this, but I don't want it to be one of the four horsemen. I love that Bailey 
was her feud before Sasha. I think Bailey kind of prepared her, put her in that place. And now it's Sasha. And now I would like to see her mix it up with someone new. Well, yeah, no, I, I think Ruby would be an interesting call. I think because the, the only I, I think Ruby's good enough to pull that off. I think that's mm-hmm. definitely the case. The only question that you have for a title feud for me is that if it's a title feud, yes, it can be somebody who hasn't been there, but you have to have enough time to put that person in a position where it ma- where where they're up there, but also in the ring for the match itself, they have to be able to match that. Because you and I have seen times where that doesn't happen. If you remember a couple years ago, all due respect to her, when Mia Yim challenged Shayna for the NXT women's title, and Mia just did not seem connected. And it was a very, it was either her or both of them. It just didn't seem connected. And that's why you have to, you know, it's not, I think Ruby will be fine. You just have to give Ruby a little push before she gets in there. So, right. But, yeah, that's such a good point. What I have. What I have for us in the next segment is yet another situation that comes up all the time in WrestleMania season, and I'm not going to give away too much. Just you guys stick around. It's going to be fun. Do one thing to protect the environment. It all starts with just one thing. March is a great month to get back to basics when it comes to helping out the environment. Check your thermostat and make sure your heating temperature is low. Stock up on reusable bags to use at the grocery store, and keep a few in your car. Be sure that you are recycling bottles, cans, and papers. The simplest things are often the most effective. It all starts with one thing. Find tips and more at OneThingUS.com. What's your one thing? For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, with 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. Renee runs with us because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a one series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll free 855-633-2315. Most people know that Mr. Clean Magic Eraser removes crayon and scuff marks from walls, but did you know it even cleans tough kitchen and bathroom messes that are sometimes tough to tackle? Just wet, squeeze, and erase gray soap scum on your bathtub. Erase cloudy hard water spots in your shower. Erase burnt-on stovetop messes. So for all your tough kitchen and bathroom messes, try Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to take a moment to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. 
Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's one out of every five precious children in this country who might not get to eat dinner tonight. But hope is just around the bend because there's enough healthy, nutritious food produced in this country to put a smile on the face of every last hungry kid. And that's when the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks steps into the picture. They collect surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to the hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. So join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. We asked kids what it took to be a dad. This is what they had to say. A father is always present. I mean, what what real father figure can you have if they're not there? In order to be a good dad, you need to love love your son. You need to put gas in your car so you don't break down in the middle of nowhere. And you need to make them breakfast. Yep. I mean, just to maybe um, play like a board game with me or to just stay home and play um, some video games with me. Just to do like that one little thing is what I really look forward to. I'm not asking him to be a perfect dad, but he should try. He's just a constant force in my life. There's no other type of love like a dad's love because it's not comparable to anything else. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. Every Monday night from 6 to 7, it's the top of the rope wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, once again, here's the enforcer, Gil Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am here with Queen P from Those Wrestling Girls. And now we get to talk about something that's always a topic in the women's division when WrestleMania rolls around. And that is Charlotte Flair just (laughs) getting randomly plucked into whatever title picture she wants, basically. I I feel like if she said, I want to go after Riddle's U.S. title, they would let her. Now, I wouldn't have a problem with that, in all honesty. (laughs) But I, I still feel like it's 
it just seems like every time Mania comes around, that's it. Now, I, I will admit, this year I like the approach she's taken, where she's kind of just owning it. As opposed yeah. to it, there used to kind of be this shade of guilt behind it of, you know, oh, I'd rather earn it, but if you're going to give it to me, okay. Well, this time she's just owning it. She's like, yeah, just give me a match. I'm Charlotte Flair. This happens every year. Why don't you just do it again? So, and it looks like Asuka is probably going to be the pick if that does happen. Now, the first thing that I think of with Asuka, with Asuka versus Charlotte is that Charlotte was the one who broke Asuka's undefeated streak at WrestleMania years ago. And a lot of people, I'm not one of them, I'll admit, but a lot of people don't think that should have been the end of Asuka's undefeated streak. Now, to me, I think that rematch is a very prudent thing to do. It's just, I'll ask you this. How, let's say they go that route. How do they make it look like this feud didn't just fall out of the sky? How do they make this look like it's naturally occurring? See, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think that you could at this point. And I think it goes back to like what you mentioned earlier, where Charlotte is just owning the fact that she's just going to be a part of mania. She's going to be in the title picture no matter what. Um, I, I don't want that. So like, I didn't, I never really put too much thought into it because I just, I'm so over Charlotte. Like, and, and the reason why I say that is because I saw what Bailey did with Bianca and that was a non title feud that both parties put, you know, they're all into that. We were all into us fans and, you know, like just seeing how Bailey gives back and even Sasha, like how she sells for people. I just don't get that with Charlotte. Like there's certain people I've seen her wrestle where it's like, she doesn't sell them. Like, and it just bothers me. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, okay. Yes. You're the queen. You're going to be, you have the right to do whatever the hell you want. If you want to, you know, show up and be in the main event WrestleMania. You could do that. But there is a way to do that where you're still kind of giving back to the other talent and making them look good. And I just feel like Charlotte doesn't always do that. And it's like really frustrating. So then when she pops up or even like the tag title run that she had with Asuka, what was the point of that? Like she came back from in- injury, her and Asuka become tag team champions. Like, and now, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, why? Like you just want to give her a title run. Yeah. It's well, the, the thing to me, that I would like to see Charlotte get away from uh, to piggyback on what you said is there's always gold involved. I've never right. seen it be personal once. It's never been right. personal, which is why for me, I would have her walk down to the ring on Monday after fast lane and proceed to try to just challenge Oscar for the title at mania outright. Like she always does. And then who does she get blindsided by the woman? She took the <laughs> NXT title off of last year. Rhea Ripley blinds, and I don't mean, I don't mean her music hits and she talks to her and then she slaps her like this is 2004. No, I mean, she jumps out of the crowd while Charlotte is mid sentence and clocks her in the back of the head, just out of nowhere, that super heel jump in. And now she can finally get her revenge because I'll, I'll pull the curtain all the way back for this. Uh, w- when I saw the news the day before Mania, when Rhea faced Charlotte, I it 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 broke my heart because it gave away the results because somebody gave away some backstage info on Rhea not too long before Mania, and what it was is she was having trouble getting her her visa redone, I think it was, which mm-hmm. meant that she couldn't hold on to the title. So I'm going, well, she's gonna lose it. 
because they can't have their NXT champion, you know, have to go back to Australia right. and not defend it. They can't have that. So she lost it. So now that's not an issue, but there's no gold anywhere, which is even better. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, because of last Wednesday on Dynamite, talking about the competition, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker absolutely tore each other to shreds. In my opinion, one of the best AEW matches, regardless of gender, I've ever seen. And now Vinny is going to want to match that one. So who do you do it with but Rhea Ripley and Charlotte on the grandest stage of them all with nothing on the line except their own pride? And that, to me, is how you handle that. And you can build that feud up just fine. And there's no need to... I mean, it's... uh, To me, that's how you handle it. But then what do you do with Asuka and her title? Now, part of me thinks I would like to see Shayna get a a, a real shot at it. Because that was the NXT dream match we never got to see. So Mm -hmm. I think that's... That, to me, is... I, I think Rhea comes after Charlotte on Raw... Because she just, because she, she has a bone to pick with her. So that's how I would handle it. And then you finally get to see Charlotte go personal. And if you remember that time on Rhonda, when Charlotte freaked out and tore apart with a kendo stick, that, you want that Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. That's how you book it. And if it, and I think it could be fantastic if they book it right. And you got two whole mites of mania, you can put it anywhere. So that's how I would handle it with Charlotte. Just there doesn't always have to be gold involved. There just there yeah. doesn't have to be gold yeah. involved. It's, and and you, you, you and, talked about it with Bianca and Bailey, how great that was, and there was no title to be seen. And because of Charlotte Flair, you don't need to have a title to have a, a meaningful feud with someone. You could just literally show up and be like, "You're not better than me. I'm the queen." And that you know what I mean, like, and that's that. And and maybe adds all these like things to it. But I love your. Um, I guess booking of that whole thing, like I, I, that, I love that. <laughs> You're really yeah, just have her that. jump in and clock her, just yes. bang, and everyone would just go, "Wait, what?" She doesn't yes. have to hide anything, nothing, and also don't have it be where Charlotte turns around and she kind of notices who it is and she's staring at her while she's holding the back of her head. No, Charlotte is out. <laughs> And Rhea doesn't have to say a word. Just have her stand there. And then her music hits and we're good. And you do it right at the end of Raw. Right at the end of the show. So it happens. And then you do the fade out with the trademark in the bottom right. And everyone just goes, well, this is going to be fun. And that's really, that's all you, that's all you got to do. And to me, that's a very, that's a very simple way to handle it. But it, it just seems like they really want that. That gold feeling for it. You know what I would love to see what happens with Asuka is if they don't have her feud with somebody individually, if the Shayna thing doesn't happen or whatever. Do what they used to do back in the day, which to me was, it was, it was always kind of a throwaway kind of deal, but it's, you know, it's the shot that the women got when AJ Lee was Divas champion. And it mm-hmm. seemed like every WrestleMania, it was this eight or 10 woman match and whoever wins gets the title. Just do that with Asuka. Just, ha- just have the only two Raw women's matches you need are Rhea versus Charlotte, no disqualification, and then Asuka versus Ooh. the roster 
First, first one to get a fall gets the title. That's the only, cause quite frank, I would love to see them do more with the women's division on Raw, but that's really the only situation you have at the moment. SmackDown is a little different. SmackDown is a little, it's more based on individual ability and things of that nature. So I feel like that would be a different way to go about it because this is all going to happen while NXT stand and deliver is going on. Because I don't know if you've looked at the potential TV schedule for Mania Week, but we might have, I think it's nine straight days with yeah, a wrestling event or something like that. Yeah. It's going to be insanity. So uh, to me, that's I, I'm curious about your thoughts on just Asuka versus <laughs> and Mania. Just everyone, every woman on Raw that's not Charlotte or Rhea Ripley. And just, I love it. And even if she retains, so what? Give everybody 45 seconds to do their best. Right. I love that so much because I also appreciated that about Oscar's reign, although, like, some people didn't really like it or they don't. Like, I like that she wanted to work with different people. And I heard that she, like, that was, I don't know how true it is, but I heard that was, like, her decision, like, her kind of wanting to have different matches with people. Like, so I appreciated that from what we just said earlier about how the horsewomen, I feel like, are should be obligated to do that. And Asuka is one of those where she, you know, the fifth horsewoman that some people call her, she is that good that no matter who she steps in the ring with, she can elevate them. So why not elevate the whole damn division at one time and give these girls a championship <laughs> match, give them, a, you know, a WrestleMania match to look back on. And like you said, it, even if she retains, have, you know, that those big matches where it's like that minute where everyone kind of goes in and does their thing, you know, like have that happen. Give them a moment. I would love that. And Oscar would do well in that situation because she'd make it look great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I have one other request of that match, though. We we, mm -hmm. we don't need the traditional spot of everyone in a big group outside right. the ring while the champion dives on them. We don't, we don't. Oh, need that. I'm so over that. <laughs> it, it, it happens all the time. And now that I watch AEW, I'm, I'm kind of done with dives outside the ring because it's kind of what they built their company on. And I mean, good for them, but my man, eight times a match. Come on. Like it's <laughs> no. like the ring is there for a reason. It's just kind of a, it's a weird look to me. So. I, I've, I feel that's kind of an odd way to go about it, but yes, that is me and Queen P's solution for Charlotte yeah. in not having her in the title picture is bring Rhea back and finally let it go yeah, personal, yeah. handle that. So, but here's the other thing just to kind of, cause it, it feeds into Charlotte and Asuka and the whole situation. Here's what really affected the women's division this year and this, this mania season is we didn't have a money in the bank winner. Yeah, that's that's the big thing because yeah. because Becky got pregnant, she had to give the title to Oscar instead. So that's how they handled it. If we had a Money in the Bank winner, there would be a, it would be a little bit uh, a little bit more of an option there. But I agree. we can get a to bit that more storytelling. Yes, we could get to that in the next segment, and then of course the big finale that I have here, which is talking about the women's division in another company and how they can potentially save it because there are going to be big changes coming whether AEW likes it or not. Stick around. It's going to be fun. Make your betting better. BetQL helps you identify winning bets without having to do the work. Follow the sharp money, track real-time line movement, and get access to the data the sports books don't want you to see. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. 
Welcome to the official Unsolved Mysteries podcast. Has he done this to someone else? I don't know, but he's out there. These are all new stories, terrifying abductions, bizarre paranormal encounters, heinous killers, and unexplained deaths. I felt I had to say, I'm not crazy. I really saw this. Subscribe and listen to Unsolved Mysteries, available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, or wherever you get your shows. NASCAR returns to Dover International Speedway, May 14th through 16th. Tickets start at just 40 bucks, and kids' tickets are as low as $10. Be there in person and get your tickets today at DoverSpeedway.com. That's DoverSpeedway.com. Hey, this is JJ Reddick. No one wants to have body odor. And the way I avoid that is by using Dove Men Plus Care Eucalyptus and Birch Deodorant. It uses plant-based cleansers and moisturizers that cares for your skin and keeps you feeling fresh and confident with 48-hour protection. So combat sweat and odor with this long-lasting, refreshing scent. Dove Men Plus Care Eucalyptus and Birch Deodorant. Odor protection that works. Experience the Dove Men Plus Care plant-based line for yourself. Buy it now at Walmart and Target. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60. Two over 50. One over 40. One more if you're not physically active. Another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker. Your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. (gasps) Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me. Or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. 
Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. The only way to take the best national sports talk with you anytime, anywhere, is with CBS Sports Radio 1300 on the Radio.com app. Download it today. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. This is Top of the Road. Every Monday night from 6 to 7 on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, give it up for the enforcer, Kill Kuna Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am discussing everything women's wrestling leading into WrestleMania week. However, let's talk about the company that effectively already used their WrestleMania, which was technically Revolution. See, people forget that about AEW. AEW's mania is effectively Revolution. And they made it very clear they are not going to run a competing show because they think that's kind of like a sign of weakness or something. First of all, this year, I kind of get it if you don't want to do it because there isn't a city that WWE takes over for a week and then you can have your event in the same city and everybody's there. And if people don't want to pay the WWE price, they'll go to your show. I get it this particular year. If it were a regular year with no pandemic, that's just stupid. You should do a show in the same city (laughs) on the same week. It's just every wrestling fan on the planet is there. Why would you miss it? Anyway, here's my thing about AEW and their women's division. There's going to be a couple changes coming to this division that are more than likely going to happen whether AEW likes them or not. Now, I can't really speak for Thunder Rosa and her contract situation, but Serena Deeb is the NWA women's champion, and Thunder Rosa is also technically under contract for the National Wrestling Alliance. Well, on Sunday, the NWA is back, and then they're going to go back to weekly TV tapings again on YouTube. So my question is, if that happens, does that mean Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa are going back to NWA full time? Mm. Because if they do, then AEW is effectively sitting there with the belt on Hikaru Shida for way too long and Britt Baker wondering what to do. Now, I I don't have a problem with Nyla Rose. I think Nyla's a very good talent. I don't have a problem with Riho. I like how they brought Maki Ito on for a little bit, Mm -hmm. although she's already going back to Japan. I don't understand why you push somebody that hard and then give them that kind of time and then let them go back home that quickly. But Hey, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight it if that's how they're handling it. So, I mean, it has always been a big topic of discussion, the AEW women's division and how it's more or less in trouble. I don't necessarily think it's in trouble. It's just, it it really does show because 
Well, yes, there you go. The, well, the, the WWE women's conversation is entirely different because it's a lot of very talented women. It's just who's getting the airtime. Right. On AEW, there is a difference in who's on a on what level. You, you yeah. kind of have to admit that. I mean, I, look, I like Red Velvet. I like the little push they gave her with Cody. I think she was a she was a good pick. I think it was yeah. kind of weird that she didn't go over, but still, uh, I, I, I like the push they gave her. Jade Cargill, I'm sure, is going to be a big deal. She finally mm-hmm. had her first official singles match last Wednesday. I mean, all she did was squash somebody, but that's okay. So I, uh, I, I just want, cause y- you write about this. You talk about this a lot more than I do in your, in your regular wrestling career. And I'm just mm-hmm. curious, what is, what what is the deal with the AEW women's division is because my my biggest symptom for them that they're in trouble is they've had the same champion for almost two years because they just don't really know what to do I think and they're not sure when to push who where so I just what give me I've read a lot of your stuff about it so give me your your thoughts on how they're handling things um, I actually see uh, it going, like, the tide going up, if that makes sense, as opposed, like, if you asked me this a year ago, I would have been like, it's trash, you know, I don't know what they're, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're doing, um, blah, 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 but now I do feel like they're trying, uh, I think, with the new show, like, the new Elevation show that's on, I think, Mondays on YouTube now, I think they're slowly but surely going to do better with their women's division. And then that match, I finally watched it yesterday with Britt and um, Linda Rosa. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. was just like, wow. Like, I never thought I would watch a match on AEW and be, like, impressed the way that I was. Um, But it was really good. And I I think uh, Britt Baker and her little sidekick are hilarious, by the way. Um, (laughs) But I think they're trying. um, You know me with AEW, like, my, I'm not emotionally invested. Like, I think that time has passed that, like, you know, like that first impression thing where it's like, it's kind of hard to, 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 you know, get over that. So I think, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't see them take, like you said, like they don't take their female superstars. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like you mentioned it where everyone seems on the same level. Like, I don't, at least we know like who the top dogs are. in WWE. Like, we know the four horsemen are the four horsemen. You know what I mean? Like, but, mm-hmm. like, with AEW, it's sort of just, like, they just throw matches together every week. Like, you know, sometimes they'll have a, a, an ongoing feud. With, like, but it's always with Britt Baker. Like, I thought about her and, like, Big Swole or her and even Linda Rosa. It's, like, it, it's just a lack of, like, attention, I guess, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, think, I think that's fair. I think – because here's the, here's the thing with me is, you know, the first – the first champion ever was was Riho and then Nyla Rose and then, you know, Sheeta took it off of Nyla Rose. Now, they did a little bit of saving for themselves in the women's tournament, which they had Thunder Rosa in the final against Ryu Mizunami and Mizunami wound up facing Sheeta and then Sheeta retained. So part of me thinks, OK, but when I saw Mizunami won the tournament, I thought, well, Sheeta's going to retain. Because I'm pretty sure Mizunami isn't under contract with AEW. So um, I'm pretty sure that's why she's going to retain. But the other thing is, it looked like it was going to be Nyla Rose who faced Mm. Sheeta. And I'm glad they didn't pull the trigger on that. Because if they did, I would have said, so you go through this whole tournament thing to set up a rematch? 
What, what would the right. point of that have been? Now they exactly. didn't do it, but <laughs> they didn't do it. And now Nyla is effectively feuding with Sheeta again. And that's, and that's okay. It's not, you could do, you could have a worse option. But to me, I just feel like, first of all, I'm not saying Britt Baker needs to be AEW women's champion, but the fact that she hasn't been yet and that she hasn't even been in a real feud for it. I mean, it's not, I mean, she's, she's kind of feuded for it, but not for real. So to me, I just think it's also because you have a really big roster of women. So if there's any company that needs tag team titles for women, it's AEW. But your your point about elevation, I agree. I think that'll give another opportunity. But also just for AEW as a whole, as a company, night you got a YouTube show on Monday. You got a YouTube show on Tuesday. You got Dynamite on Wednesday. If you don't watch Being the Elite, you miss half the storyline cues for what happens on Wednesday. That is it's, true. It, it's, it's so much content. But here's the deal. WWE has a ton of, con- of content, too, so I'm not comparing the two. But if you don't follow what happens on for example, I've never seen an episode of The Bump. Ever. It's not that I don't have anything against it. I've just, I've just never seen it. But if you miss the bump, you won't miss storylines. If you don't watch being the elite, you miss storyline stuff for what happens on Wednesday. And I'm sitting here going, what, what is this referring to? And then they're like, oh, it's from being the elite. Well, I don't watch that. How am I supposed to know? And that's why (laughs) when they, when, cause, cause you and I talked about this once, it was, People think, well, why does WWE treat me like an idiot? They don't. They just need to remind people who don't watch every second of what they do like you and me. It's not, they're not, they're not insulting you. They just need to tell everybody. AEW doesn't tell everybody. And I think that's part of the problem with the women's division is they don't get any of the extra content at all. They don't get any of it. So I, it makes me think of what he, what the AEW heels thing could have been. And I don't know what in the world Brandy Rose is doing with it now, but I feel like that was such a missed opportunity and platform for their women's division. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that well, could have been the equivalent of like being the elite where it's like, you know what, this, you know, secondary platform for the women's division is where you can, you know, see storylines develop, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. No, I, I agree. You just have it have, uh, a female-centric type deal. Now, I've been waiting for a company, whichever one it is, to pick a time to have a women-centric show. Now, AEW could do it. I don't think they will because there's only so much star power going around. WWE could very easily do it, and if they did, it would get a, a lot of views. And the reason why is it is not the the predominant consumer is no longer just guys like me, 30-year-old guys who were born in 91, who grew up through the lingerie pillow fight era. It's not just me anymore. It's people who see the women for what they legitimately are, which is these incredible athletes that can do things half of the men wish they could do. And I think that's, it's a different attitude when you walk into a show. You know, it's not, when I walked, when you and I walked into WrestleMania 35, it, it wasn't the feeling of the main event uh, from 25 years ago, at least for me, I'll speak, I'll speak to it as a guy. It wasn't the feeling of, oh wow, pretty girls in the main event. No, it was all three of these women could physically destroy me if I met them in person. <laughs> and I want to see what happens when this goes down. And it was a very, it's a very different feeling than it is nowadays. So 
And that's the other thing about manias, because as we wrap up, here's what I got to say about manias, and I hope it happens again. I'll let you jump in to see if you want this to happen again. We've had multiple feel-good manias in a row. Do you think we'll have another feel-good mania, or will Vince finally pull the rug out and say, you got to watch what I do in 2021? Um, I, I, I read something recently and I don't know how true it is that he kind of gets a kick out of rallying us up and I think (laughs) he might be due for it this time. So I see it being one of those where he kind of just like screws all of us and it's just like whatever. He just ruins, he just ruins it for everybody. And then we all have to watch Raw the next day and just, oh, how are you going to fix it? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Have, like, well, they can't do cancel WWE Network hashtag. So I guess what would it be? Can- yeah, hashtag right. cancel Peacock or something. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And then NBC. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know. That's that's a good point. But I agree. I think he's due for one. I think this is going to be this is going to be a, a sad face one. So, but that is it for me. That is it for Queen P. Please go listen to those wrestling girls as well. And she is just as excited as me as I am wrapping up my time here on CBS Radio when I am officially a full-on podcast. And her, uh, and her and I will talk decidedly differently than we have tonight. That's it, you guys. We're out of here. The preceding was a paid program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZ AM, Intercom Communications, its sponsors, or affiliates. If you or a loved one is gambling as a way to escape problems, it may be time to rethink. Because if you think that gambling is the solution, then maybe it's the problem. Problem gambling is an addiction, but there is help available. It's free, confidential, and it works. All you have to do is reach out. Maryland offers free help. Just call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. We are here to help. We are the Maryland Department of Health. NASCAR returns to Dover International Speedway, May 14th through 16th. Tickets start at just 40 bucks, and kids' tickets are as low as $10. Be there in person and get your tickets today at DoverSpeedway.com. That's DoverSpeedway.com. Listen, could Gregory change your life? I went from size 44 pants back to the size 38 pants that I had worn uh, when I was in college. Now, the 38-inch pants fall off of me. I lost the weight. I felt better. I've lost 63 pounds and six inches of pant size. God bless you for having this product and having it at a reasonable price. Outstanding. Gregory is 70 and lost belly fat and six inches off his waist in five months. Since 2004, Andro 400 has been helping men like you lose belly fat, gain energy, and improve their lifestyle. We guarantee it. Go to andro400.com for more true testimonials, before and after photos, and special discounts. Only available on andro400.com. andro400.com. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Of course, we have everything you need for that big brake job. Right now, you can save 15% when you buy any Duralast brake pads and any two Duralast rotors. It's a great way to save while you take on the full job. Oh, and one tip. Go for a nice, easy drive after you finish the job. It'll help break in your new brakes. For more tips, visit AutoZone.com slash DIY. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 
Hey, James, that order just doubled. we got to move fast here. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Uh, somebody pick up that phone. Like at Luca's Gourmet Frozen Pizza Company, to operate at scale, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom, but a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And well, how could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and even for me, ways to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started, but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. <laughs> juice, Mom. Juice, juice, juice. Mommy, why are we going to the store? Mom, Mom I want Mommy. juice. Mom, juice, 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 Mommy, juice, juice, juice. Mom. Juice, juice, juice. Your child will have different needs at different stages of life, and that includes the car seat. That's right, the car seat. A car seat isn't one size fits all. You have to have the right seat based on your child's age, weight, and height. See, car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. But there's a website that gives you all the information you need. Safercar.gov slash the right seat. You'll find out about types of seats, when to have a seat rear-facing, when to switch it to forward-facing, when it's time for a booster seat, and when it's time for your child to ride in the back seat with a seatbelt. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Next Thursday, you will be caught in an extreme flash flood. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. Talk to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. Get started today at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Baltimore CBS Sports Radio 1300, 24-7 sports. WJZAM Baltimore, WJZAM FM HD3, Catonsville, Baltimore. A Radio.com station.